millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Mr. Beacon Podcast presents Nanotechnology and Things That Sense with guest Dr. Gaddy Convalina, CEO of Feelit. The Mr. Beacon Podcast is brought to you by Williot, scaling IoT with battery-free Bluetooth. So, Gabby, thanks so much for coming on the Mr. Beacon Podcast. I'm really excited about what your company, Feelit, is doing. You're the CEO. Um, and so in this conversation, what I wanted to do is just get an insight to this incredible technology you're developing. Can you describe what your company does? Yes, we developed uh, nanotechnology-based sensors that mm-hmm. um, basically can turn any objects into a kind of a self-aware object, being able to sense its structural deformation, structural uh, movements, uh, how it warps, if there's a buildup in, in pressure inside. It's basically... Um, gives uh, objects the, the ability to sense like we sense in our th- sense of touch. It has really uh, uh, cool properties because it's based on nanomaterials, so it's very, very sensitive, like uh, the sensitivity of, of our fingertips. It's, uh, very, um, uh, it's, it's low cost because it's printable. It's uh, low power consumption uh, because its technology is based on it's kind of resistors uh, mm-hmm. that they uh, sense when they're being uh, deformed. So uh, it's very, very uh, low power consum- consumption and uh, very flexible. So it's kind of like artificial skin. Incredible. Um, so it's nanotechnology and it is enabling objects to feel things, and that could be a kind of a stretching, a distortion on the object tension, or it could be um, like weight, I guess. Yeah, it could be weight, it could be um, the way it, um, it bends, if you, if you um, cover an object with it, so mm-hmm. you'd be able to, uh, the object will be able to uh, feel how it deforms. And of course, this is very interesting information and can give really um, knowledgeable insight on uh, a lot of, um, well, you think of products that can, this technology can be implemented into the product. Mm-hmm. And uh, by that, give um, basically manufacturers of the product a way to um, stay linked to the object and to the product and to understand how it is being used, how it moves, how it deforms. And there's like a vast amount of applications for uh, this kind of concept. 
It's a conductive material, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a um, semiconductive material. Okay. So it, it has high resistance. All right. Therefore, low low um, low uh, currents, low power consumption. Okay. Very low. And so, so we're we're at the Willie offices yeah. in Israel, uh, and it's kind of noisy around here, but it's also a real working office, and uh, it's also beautiful in my opinion. So we thought it would be a good backdrop, and uh, I'm fascinated um, because of the applications combined with our product, but of course your product could be integrated with all sorts of radios, uh, not, not, just, uh, not just ours, but t- tell me about some of the applications. Uh, let's talk about the enterprise, but let's talk about the consumer applications first. Basically, this can be applied because of its very low cost, it's printable sensors. Here is one of the examples of the sensor. You can feel it. Okay. Oh, man, this is absolutely tiny. Tiny and very flexible. Super flexible. So, so this you is, can, you've printed this on a, on a particular uh, substrate, uh, but this could be printed on a, on a bottle, yeah. uh, a bottle of scotch, exactly, uh, exactly. maybe on the bottom. Exactly. And you could weigh, see the difference in the weight of the scotch as it gets drunk. Yes. And so potentially, this, if this is talking to a radio, then a Bluetooth beacon, for instance, then that could communicate with your phone, and essentially the scotch could reorder itself as exactly. you consume it. That's, that's one of the concepts that um, uh, is basically possible. And uh, we are now uh, engaged in developing similar concept of different uh, devices in the industrial production lines that can alert when something goes wrong with them, when mm-hmm. something like uh, if there's a leakage somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we apply these uh, sensors on um, components inside industrial equipment. It's to um, it's called predictive maintenance. It's mm-hmm. to uh, uh, enable optimization of the maintenance of all the production line. This cuts down on material uh, costs and energy costs and uh, human resources. Now we're looking towards uh, more um, uh, large-scale applications, as you mentioned. This is why we're now working on large-scale printing of these uh, sensors, either directly on the product or on a sheet like that, which you can like, use as a sticker. So. Right, so you could stick this on something, or it could actually be printed on the object. So how, what makes it printable, and what is the sensor made out of? It's made out of nanomaterial that is basically semiconductive. That means it, if you put a potential difference on the mm-hmm. material, the current will flow. And it is very, very sensitive to the formation of this layer. It just basically changes distances between the nanomaterials and really changes the, um, the resistance of the, the sensor. But I think you mentioned it's essentially ink and gold. Is that right? You have gold particles in there? Uh, yeah, this is one of the materials that we use is, is gold. Uh-huh. And, um, Doesn't that make it super expensive? Well, that's like, uh, that's the initial um, thought about it. But uh-huh. no, we're uh, printing really, really minute quantities of this uh, special ink. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, if like your ring uh, <laughs> is made out of gold, yeah. so yeah, how, this. Could, how many stickers could you make out of this? Uh, I guess millions of okay. stickers. All right. Yeah, from one ring. So then maybe it's not so expensive. No. So uh, well, let's talk about price. What? what 
how much does this cost at the moment and where do you think it'll end up? I believe that eventually um, we will uh, be able to offer sensors and sensing technology to be applicable for commodity products. So yeah, we really want to try and um, use this technology to improve um, improve things in, in the world we're living in, in the sense of, you know, cutting down on energy consumption, material waste. How could it be um, used to cut down on energy consumption? In, in the example of the industrial uh, application, mm -hmm. uh, industrial Internet of Things, uh, to uh, help uh, do a better maintenance of uh, equipment. So there's huge amount of material and energy going down the drain because there are malfunctions that are either not detected and then you realize at the end of the production line that something is, goes wrong because of the quality analysis of the product and then you need to figure out what has gone wrong. And if you have some way of uh, detecting um, a malfunction uh, on the spot or when it is about to occur, then you would really save a lot of uh, energy, a lot of uh, materials. And this is one example. Um, uh, think of um, uh, the um, savings you would have if, as, as you mentioned, a bottle would order a cell itself. Or, so that's a lot of uh, um, effort and energy goes on all the, um, on, on the way you now uh, realize you need a new bottle. Okay? Mm -hmm. For instance, uh, not necessarily in um, um, like um, Coke bottles, mm -hmm. but maybe something that is uh, related more to uh, um, places where you need the bottles to uh, work or you, uh, it's a drug that you need to mm -hmm. uh, consume and, and uh, you need to take it on time. Um, but potentially we can have leaner supply chains if we can, more efficient supply yes, chains exactly. if we're ordering just in time. Exactly. Um, uh, and it's kind of taking the Amazon model of getting the right product to the right place at the right time, but instrumenting it so that uh, consumer packaged goods companies can kind of take control of that and retailers can take control of that as well. Exactly. Um, do you have a demo to show us? I know you guys were working on something. If the demo yes. gods come together. So yeah, here's a demo of a, of a sensor that is um, monitoring pressure changes inside a pipeline, a very simple concept. Mm -hmm. If you want to uh, monitor if there's a pressure increase mm -hmm. for some reason, uh, there's a blockage in the pipeline. Right. Or, uh, if there's a leakage, you would have a drop in the pressure. Mm -hmm. So this uh, monitors the pressure uh, inside a tube non-intrusively, from the just figuring out how the uh, tube uh, deforms, uh, expands or shrinks. So, and this is of course uh, cool. uh, hooked up to a wireless uh, module. In this case, uh, BLE, uh, low energy. Okay, well, let's have a look. We see. Um, demonstration of a self-aware pipe that is uh, aware of pressure changes within the pipe. I increase the pressure with this piston and after five seconds there is a blockage alert that alerts of this abnormal increase in the pressure. And then when I release the piston and the uh, pressure drops, then eventually there will be an alert of a leakage indicating that the pressure has gone down. Um, so the way that this works is simply a Bluetooth um, uh, uh, sending out, transmitting the information from the sensors, the self-aware pipe, to the smartphone as a gateway and upload it to a cloud. And here we see the dashboard um, showing these uh, pressure changes within the pipe. So yeah, neat, uh, neat self-aware pipe. 
and so how accurate, uh, you said it's accurate, but how accurate, what kind of sensitivity is there in terms of pressure or weight? Can you quantify it? Basically, it can sense down to um, milligrams. It has a milligram resolution mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the weight. So, so what does that relate to? That's related to even uh, drugs. Um, like pills. Pills. Um, and of course, um, feeling the weight of a small uh, um, pill bottle or... Mm -hmm. um, or uh, perfume bottle. Perfume bottle, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, as sensitive as that. Mind-blowing. How did you guys, so who are you guys? Uh, okay, so where did yeah, you come um, from? How did you so it's a, it's out? So it's a, the laboratory of uh, Professor Hossam Haik. Uh -huh. He's um, a staff member in the chemical engineering department in the Technion, Israel Institute of Technology. Which is just this legendary academic research organization. Yes, um, well it's... Um, Israel's, I guess, uh, most uh, famous or uh, most, uh, I guess, the first technological institute. Mm -hmm. um, and um, there's a lot of uh, research going on there. And it uh, has a lot of orientation towards technology and implement, implementing technology, applied technology. Mm -hmm. And uh, specifically in the laboratory of the professor, um, uh, me and my partner, uh, Dr. Metal Segevbar, we did our uh, master's degree and PhDs in uh, nanotechnology. Mm -hmm. Uh, we finalized, uh, I finalized about two and a half years ago, and uh, our research was around flexible sensors based on nanomaterials. And we uh, kind of uh, have, uh, we, uh, Metal and me, we met over uh, when we were working in Tower Semiconductor. Uh, it's an Israeli fabrication line, uh, mm -hmm. a company that manufactures CMOS-based um, uh, uh, chips. And uh, so, we kind of already knew each other, so when we were in the academic um, uh, studies, we started working together and uh, found out there's a lot of um, uh, neat stuff to develop based on these nanomaterials. And um, this was our main uh, research, was uh, developing these flexible sensors, uh, which uh, are um, good for what I just described, sensing uh, deformation and yeah. uh, very... What stage have you got to in the development of the product? Right now, we are already engaged in um, development of products uh, in, um, together with a leading um, equipment manufacturer of industrial uh, components. Mm -hmm. We're working on smartifying uh, already existing products, well, the next generation of their products to enable uh, the new feature of predictive maintenance for these products. We're only past POC stage. We're now under the development uh, process uh, together with this uh, OEM. And um, we are looking for additional um, strategic partners to uh, develop additional uh, products that uh, uh, would be for the uh, best um, aim for us is a larger, large scale, large volumes. Uh, meaning, like you described, uh, perfume bottles, uh, um, um, pill bottles, and so on. Amazing. Well, this is fascinating. Thanks so much for coming to Williot headquarters here in Israel and uh, uh, telling us about what you're doing at Feel It. I think uh, this is going to be everywhere. 
yeah, it's really fascinating. And there's this trend, it's, and it's going to really change a lot of the way things are being controlled and monitored and uh, supply chains. It's really, really fascinating. Very disruptive. Very if disruptive. people want to find out more, where do they go? Uh, to our website, www.feelit.tech. Okay. And um, yeah, and, uh, and this podcast, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. the information that we just talked about. Yeah, yeah, another Mr. Beacon milestone. Thanks so much. Thank you. So did you have a chance to think about the songs that you would take to Mars? Yes. And what are they? Um, so the first song, um, it's um, uh, We Are The World. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I kind of, uh, kind of thought about it that uh, if I go to Mars, I'd like some song to, uh, you know, to be uh, related to my maybe uh, childhood, something that uh, can give me a link to, you know. Yeah. So uh, I used to live in the U.S. when I was a child, and there was this program um, of uh, USA for um, Africa, uh-huh. and they did this uh, song. And yes. the class, uh, I was in a public school, I think with uh, second grade, third mm-hmm. grade. So they made these microphones, and uh, they took like a video of uh, each uh, of the you know uh, students uh, in the classroom singing a phrase like one of the. Yeah. One of the uh, singers. Uh, Band-Aid. So. It was, uh, I watched the same thing, only there was a British version at uh, Wembley, and they had uh, like Freddie Mercury's, maybe his best performance ever. Uh, just It was unforgettable. Yeah, yeah it's a really, I, I really, as a child, it was like, wow, all yeah. the singers coming together and yeah. for a good cause, so it really left a good impression. What a wonderful choice. Yeah. So that's number one? <laughs> so that's one, number one. Um, and the second one is uh, Wish You Were Here, uh, Pink Floyd. It's like uh, I would say if I'm on Mars, I would have like, uh, these, um, the wish for, um, you know, a little bit um, something I don't have right now is back home maybe. So yeah. Wish you, um, some mellow, a little bit mellow uh, song. Yeah. Uh, which, is, uh, is that off Dark Side of the Moon? Um, or, or no, is, that's, no, that's actually wish, the album. Wish you were here. It's yeah, the actual, there's oh, a song okay. wish you were here. So like, it's like right. a, also really a, yeah. a very um, a familiar song for me, and I really uh, related to it. And the third one, it's like a more uh, happy and um, more uh, this uh, last uh, years. It's um, um, Mekaba uh, of uh, Jane. It's, huh. um, it's like a pop song, mm-hmm. uh, really cool, um, talking about, um, well, uh, also the world, uh, how uh, people connect, and uh, it's like you can dance to it, so <laughs> it's like a cool good song. Good to have something to dance to. Yeah. Very good. Uh, cheer- cheerful. Yeah. Excellent choice. Thank you very much. The Mr. Beacon Podcast is brought to you by Williot. Scaling IoT with battery-free Bluetooth. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. 
Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.